Hey friend, we are hitting the ground running with our first official episode and what better way to start really than by explaining what being money mindful even is. So I'm going to walk you through three ways that you can become more money mindful today. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee. It's time to dive in. Oh my goodness. Is this real life? Here we are, our first official episode. It took me a long time to finally do this, even though I've wanted to for a long time, because I was really in my head about specifics on what I would talk about. And ultimately, I finally just decided that I was more interested in how you felt after listening. So here's how I want you to feel after listening to one of my podcast episodes. I want you to feel like your day feels a little lighter. You know, I know there's just everyone has so much going on. And I want you to leave here feeling that weight lifted and just feeling lighter. I want you to feel like someone gets you, especially if you're listening to this as somebody who is in a tight money season that you are working on paying off debt, um, or maybe you're feeling behind on some of your money goals. It can be isolating because, you know, we see on social media what everyone wants to share, which is typically a highlight reel. And it feels like everyone else is getting to do fun things. And here we are on a budget. So I want you to feel like someone else gets it. And I also want you to feel like you are capable of taking action towards your money goals. You know, I don't want you to listen to this and be like, oh, that's great for her. But me, on the other hand, I couldn't do that because whatever thing you're thinking in your head, I want you to leave here feeling like if she can do this, I can do this too. And I am capable of taking the skill set that I do have and putting this into action. And I also want to leave you with something to smile about at the end of every episode you know, you are further along than you think. And sometimes we get so serious, especially when we're talking about something like finances, and it can feel a little heavy or daunting. And I want you to leave with a smile because you're excited, because you're proud of yourself, because I said something funny. I don't know, but I just want you to leave with a smile each time you listen. So that being said, what is money mindful even mean? Like, what is that? (laughs) So here's what money mindful is not. Let's start with that. Okay. So money mindful is not obsessing. Okay. So I can tell you just from my own personal experience, when we first started getting on the budgeting train and we were working on paying off a massive amount of debt, 
I, you know, did some research online, found a program, and I am, I like, when I do something, I am going to go all out. Anyone else like that? So I went all out, and honestly, I became a little a little cuckoo. It was, I was a little obsessed with every dollar because I, it, it came from a good place, right? Like I wanted to help out our family financially. And so I was going to go all in and be so serious about this process. But what happened in the process of that was that I became obsessed with every dollar and making sure that like, we did not waste a penny on anything. And it just became a little bit too much. And so we are not about that life here. Um, You can still, you know, go on a vacation. You can still have your coffee. You can still go out on a date night. There might be some adjustments to be made, sure. Um, But we're not going to be obsessed about it in a negative way. And then it's also not oblivious, which is kind of swinging the pendulum in the total opposite direction. This is where you bury your head in the sand and you just have the power of positive thinking that it's all just going to work itself out. That's kind of how I started before I started focusing on money. I just always thought it's just going to work itself out. I do the right things. I check the boxes. I'm a good person. I work hard. So it's going to sort itself out. I didn't know my numbers. I didn't know how much anything cost. Everything was auto paid out of our account. And I, if I wanted to buy something, I checked my account to see how much was in there to see if I could afford it. And even then, a lot of times I forgot about other things that were coming out of the account. And so I would go into overdraft. So we don't want to be on either side of that pendulum, right? We don't want to be obsessed. We also don't want to be oblivious. So let's talk about money mindful. So I looked it up in the dictionary and it said the definition of mindful is conscious or aware of something. So some synonyms included alert to, awake to, alive to, and sensible of. So wouldn't you agree that your decisions that involve money can be much more aligned with what you ultimately want if you are aware of what your money even looks like? Picture this. I can see you now. It is December 7th, and you are in the middle of that crazy morning rush trying to get your kids out the door to school and get yourself ready for work at the same time. You ignore the sound of your kids arguing about who's going to ride shotgun on the ride over to school, and you run into the laundry room to quickly move the clothes from the washer to the dryer before you leave. And as you walk into the laundry room, all of a sudden, your feet feel wet. And you look down to realize that you are stepping in a giant puddle of water. The washing machine is quite literally and obviously broken. On your lunch break, you pick out a shiny new washing machine. You log on to your bank account and you transfer the money from your emergency savings on over to your checking account so that you can pay for it. And in that moment... You flash back to when you decided to get control over your finances, and you can't even believe that a surprise expense during a pretty expensive time of year actually feels easy, easy to handle. For the first time, you feel like you're being proactive with your money instead of your money happening to you, and it feels really good. Now, that is the picture that you want to see, isn't it? That's 
what being money mindful can do for you. So how can you become more money mindful today? I have three things for you. So grab a notebook and pen and let's dive in. Okay, number one, look at your bank account. Just freaking look at it, okay? If the concept of being mindful with your money sounds nice, but you're not willing to look at what you spend your money on or how much money you even have in the bank, how can we get there without being willing to do that, right? You know, there's a lot of times when I'm working with a client and that's one of the first things that I have them do and they'll be like, oh, I don't want to look. Like I'm, I'm scared to like dig in and really see things. And it's like, okay, well then it's time to go. Like let's get it done. And if that is the thing that's holding you back, I promise you that is keeping you from getting to where you want to go financially. It's that burying your head in the sand mentality, right? So go today, like do not pass go, just go and look at your bank account. And what we're looking at when we're looking at our bank account has nothing to do with who you are as a person. It it has everything to do with just being facts, just being data. It's just information that you are collecting so that you can become aware of the starting point and also have a reference point for where you want to go. You know, how can we get to where we want to go if we don't even know where we're starting from? So number one is to look at your bank account. Also, while you're at it, look at all your credit card statements. Pull them up. What is the interest rate? Do you even know what the interest rate is? What about all of your income? Look at all of the numbers. Just look, okay? You don't have to do anything with it today. You don't have to, you know, pull out all the Excel spreadsheets. I'm just asking for you to take a few minutes and look at your bank account. Number two, pause before purchasing. Before you make make your next purchase, like today, whatever the next thing is that you are going to buy, I want you to pause. I don't care if it is a latte or a piece of furniture, okay? A big investment. I don't care what it is. I want you to pause first. If you are someone who likes to spend, has a tendency to spend, feels good when you spend, sometimes we have to work on building that muscle of that precious pause before purchasing because we can make those impulse decisions and maybe not have... um you have the best of intention, but maybe you just are not coming at it from a place of being grounded and you're like in that excited, excited mode where you want to make a purchase. But if you just pause first and wait, you might decide that maybe that's not the best purchase to make. Maybe that's not the best step to take, or maybe that is a good purchase, but maybe you need to wait a little bit longer. Maybe you need to save a little bit more first. So pause before purchasing. You know, my husband and I, we each, you know, have our own money that we spend in without even talking to each other, but we have a certain dollar amount that we will not make that purchase without talking to each other first if it goes over a certain dollar amount. So maybe you even want to set that for yourself of like, hey, I'm not going to spend over $50 on something without a 24-hour waiting period. Um, I'm not going to spend $100 on something without that 
48 hour waiting period, whatever you want to decide for yourself. And you can also do that with your spouse as well to have that dollar amount. And it just allows you to really evaluate how bad do I really want this? Is this actually aligned with the goals that I have? Am I making this purchase because I just happened to walk past this cute pair of shoes in this moment and five minutes ago, I didn't even know they existed, but right now I cannot resist this purchase, right? So it just kind of allows you to have a come to Jesus moment and decide if it's really worth it before you move forward with that purchase. And then number three is to look ahead. Look ahead. What is coming up that you should have on your radar? You know, like I said earlier, part of being money mindful is just being aware. And so sometimes what can happen is if we're not looking ahead at what's coming up, things can start to feel like emergencies that are not emergencies. So let me give you an example. Um, we kind of have birthday season in our household. I've got uh, two October birthdays, late two late October birthdays, and one early December birthday. So within a matter of six weeks, I've got three kids' birthdays. And so I know that that is coming up. And so I need to prepare for that and plan for it. But if I didn't do that and I just looked up mid-October, it would feel like an emergency, right? I would go, oh my gosh, my kids' birthdays are coming up. I don't have the money to pay for this because I haven't planned for it. Let me go ahead and put this on a credit card because now it is an emergency when it's not really an emergency. I know when their birthdays are every year and I can look ahead and see that that's coming. Another example of looking ahead and looking at what might be coming is your car, for instance. Do you know that your car, it's been a minute since you've had to put any money into maintenance and looking ahead, you can say, okay, like, Knock on wood, nothing's going to happen, but I want to prepare for when it does happen. So let me start planning and preparing for that now. Um, For all of us, the holidays are coming up, right? So looking ahead at what's coming so that you can be mindful about your spending habits, about how you're preparing for those things financially. So To recap, the three things that you can do today to become more money mindful are, number one, look at your bank account. Just look. That's all. Look at it. Number two, pause before purchasing. And number three, look ahead so that you can properly plan and prepare. All right, so I cannot wait to hear how it feels when you take these three steps and run with them. So would you do me a favor and go ahead, send me a DM over on Instagram and just tell me how it went. I would love nothing more than to hear from you that you are taking some steps. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really makes a difference and it is the best way that you can say thank you. Also, I would love to hear from you. So come on over to Instagram and find me at Money Mindful Moms. Connect with me there. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.